Infinite ammo. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the IAS Mini Podcast on our experiences with Clover Studios, a, uh, a fantastic company which, much like the story of Icarus, kind of died out because of a certain company, a certain thing that happened to them. We'll talk about that a little later and uh, start to introduce ourselves. I'm Bane for you. Why you? And uh, gonna work our way down Inferno, if you may. What up? Name's Inferno, and yeah, my profile picture is protagonist from Persona Five. Get used to it. <laughs> okay, and the only other person we have here today is JoJo. How y'all doing? Your your old your old buddy, Mister JoJo here, and yes, I am a, a JoJo reference. Thank you for having me on. I'm glad to glad to be on here. And Clover's we, awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, we're also gonna have uh, we're gonna have a drill bit in a bit. <laughs> oh God! Did did you see what I did there? Yeah. Uh, he'll he'll be here soon. Uh, that was a fucking pun. I'm I'm so sorry. But we're gonna get into the questions here. So uh, what did what is overall your first experience? Like, what was the first experience you guys had being introduced to the content of Clover Studios? Um, I'll start with this one. I I got Beautiful Joe on the GameCube. Uh, I think week of release. I didn't know who the hell made it. I was like, this game looks fucking awesome. So I went to my my local Kmart and picked it up. Which dates this story like nobody's fucking business. But uh, what about you guys? Uh, oh, I'll, I'll let you. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Inferno. <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to just be like, yeah, no, I'm gonna. Do. It's like it's like in freaking college or something when no one jumps into the question. <laughs> but anyway, my first experience was actually during the Wii era when uh, Okami's port to there was a thing. When we're like, oh my god, we can That's use motion port. control. We can use motion controls on the brush. This is so cute. That was a great port, actually. Yeah, I know. Just like, you know, the whole motion control BS craze that was back then. But that's how I got experience that. And then it just became like a domino. It's just like, and then I hear the name Beautiful Joe again. I'm like, oh, they made that? Yeah. So just after Okami came into my life. It became a domino effect where suddenly it's like, oh, that was Clover. Oh, that was Clover. How many Clovers are there? Oh yeah, they, their games were just mind blowing. Yeah, now, like many Okami. <laughs> oh yeah, and uh, JoJo. Um, my first experience with uh, Clover Studios was when uh, I went over to my friend Nathan's house because he bought a copy of a uh, Sweet Code and Two on his PS One, and I was super jealous. And uh, he brought out his GameCube and he showed me the games that he had, and he had Beautiful Joe. I played that for I played that for about forty five minutes. I, I would have played it longer if I was gonna stay and I had a lot of fun with it. And then I uh then a couple of years later, um there's this game called God Hand that came out on the PS two. And ever since ever since I discovered that game, it's in my humble opinion, it's my favorite uh PS two game ever. And this is coming from a guy who played who knows about the existence of a uh, Grand Theft Auto and stuff? What a yeah. lot of people say is the best one, but I think God Hand was probably the the one game 
and that all that like everyone always thinks you know okami and uh and beautiful joe i i think god hand as soon as i hear clover sometimes i think god hand when i hear platinum yeah about it uh, it's weird. I actually thought Platinum made that until I started looking up for this podcast. I was like, oh, wait, what? It sounds like the title they would use nowadays. Oh, hell yes, it does. And speaking of which, if you have a PS3 by God hand, you have no excuse. It's it's worth it. Worth the $10. Or, or if you don't, emulate it. At the very least, just to play it. Yeah. It's emulatable on cell phones now. There's no excuse. Um... All right, so let's jump into the next topic here. What is your favorite game from Clover Studios lineup, and what's your least favorite game? Mind you, it's hard to pick a least favorite game, considering the big three are Beautiful Joe, Beautiful Joe, actually big four, I should say. Uh, Beautiful Joe 1 and 2, Okami, and God Hand. I'm going to say favorite was Beautiful Joe. I, I've spent so much time playing that game that I've just been so, like, I, it, I don't know how to word it other than I've, just put so much fucking time into it that I know it from the back of my hand. Least favorite would be Red Hot Rumble, if we're talking Beautiful Joe games, just in general. But out of all of them, Beautiful Joe Red Hot Rumble is not very good. Wasn't that the one on the DS or something? Yep. Actually, no, it was the one on PSP and GameCube. Which I had, I had the PSP version. Ugh. Um, yeah, what, what, what about you guys? Inferno? Because I've had the most experience with it by far, definitely Okami. But not just because of the experience with it, but it's also the visuals, the visuals, the music, that great soundtrack. Did I mention the music already? Uh, I'm probably going to say the visuals again, but yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought that was, I thought that was my, I thought that was the internet glitching for a second there. <laughs> I, I kind of did too, but I realized, like, no, wait, I think I was like, yeah, actually. Was... Hey, guys, I'm a broken vinyl. <laughs> uh, 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 somebody stop him! Oh, <laughs> uh, and I may not have had much experience with Beautiful Joe as I probably should. I mean, granted, I'm a broke SOB, so <laughs> that has something to do with it. I, I can understand that. But, but I will appreciate all the common Rider references that that damn thing makes. <laughs> because not yeah. enough people watch Tokusatsu because damage Japan stopped with holding it. Common writer of a video game was Beautiful Joe. Yeah. At least at least Americans got it. <laughs> oh yeah. What about you, JoJo? Uh, um oh, obviously I'm gonna say my my most favorite uh pla uh bleh, Clover Studios game is God Hand, simply because I think the characters I think the character Dean is very funny and badass. The whole game is just, just it's just a bunch of violent comedy. It's hilarious. In fact, I made a D and D character out of Gene once. It was really fun. Um, my least favorite one. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's hard to pick a bad Clover game because they're all good in their own way. But I would probably say my my least favorite one is probably a, uh, um. Like I said, I, I I think it's a good game, but my least favorite's Okami, simply because I'm not really a fan of, I'm not really into the whole uh, the whole painting aspect. I mean, it, you do some cool stuff, but I'm more of like a fast paced action gamer, and that's why I like God Hand so much because you're just beating up on bad guys in cool and hilarious ways. Yeah, 
Um, I can flew with you on that. All right, so what are your thoughts on Clover Studio dissolving as a company and ultimately members of it transferring and starting their own company, which was Platinum Games? What are your thoughts on how that decision kind of panned out when it comes to both their own creativity and Capcom's? Um, I, I would say it made sense for them to leave and start their own company because Capcom... How do I word this? Capcom's very controlling. That's uh, something I think we're going to be talking about later, but it made sense as a as creators to start their own thing, do something completely different. And I think it was smart for them creatively, but I think Capcom hurt and was very hurt by it, you know. Uh, what what do you what do you think Inferno? Uh so wait, was it their decision to do so? Uh the it was their decision to create platinum, but I think um I think Capcom next them oh capcom even back in the day you also make dumb decisions yeah capcom did shut down clover studio in late 2006 after uh atasushi naba hideki kamiya and shinji mikami left the company so it's a bit of column a a bit of column b well at least since they went on to form platinum they've been making like some pretty good stuff here and there oh yeah i mean sure some of the games they've developed have been kind of a bit of a miss but I would say that's more on the publisher part than anything else, because they kind of make all, they kind of give all the money. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I mean, look. Yeah, I was about to say, Cora. Look, look. Like normally, a Cora game developed by Platinum sounds like a great idea on paper, but if you have the publisher breathing down their necks and all the money and all that BS, it's just like, well, look at that. Corners are being cut. Because right. I'm pretty sure if they had all the creative control, it'd just basically be Bayonetta but with Cora. I wouldn't have minded that actually. It would have played better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, good on Platinum for like you know being their own thing because when at least when they have the control and they have the money and all that stuff, they make a game like both Bayonetta games where it's really fun to play. I mean, the plots could be better, a little, but at goofy, the end of the yeah. day. Well, at the end of the day, it's a game, and being able to play it and play it well is what matters most by the end of it all. Oh, yeah. Oh, and by the way, Metal Gear Rising is so freaking good. God damn it, Konami. Yeah, Metal... uh, Well, I mean, if if we're going to be honest here, all the games they've made so far have been pretty solid sans core in the Team and T game. Like, you know, Mad World, uh, Bayonetta, Vanquish, Metal Gear Rising. I'd say personally... They've done pretty well as a company since then. But uh, what what do you think, JoJo? Yeah, so yeah, I I agree. Like, I mean, yeah, it sucks that the that the guys who made those those legendary IPs we all remember are in Capcom's hands now, and that that thought scares me a little bit. Unless they're just going to make straight up HD ports of their old games, in which case, well, hell yeah. They they've just ported Konami, no no no, God, Jesus, Okami, uh, fucking like five <laughs> times already. Yeah, the, yeah, it's Okami getting... got like on the PS2 mainly, and then it got on the yeah. Wii. The well, there, there was GameCube, and then PS2. Actually, was it GameCube? Well, at least not GameCube, right? I don't think uh, so. Oh no, it was PS2. My bad. Uh, yeah, PS2, the Wii, the PS3, I think. Yeah. 
and I think PS4 got one too, if I'm not mistaken. Well, yeah, they just got they all just got one recently. So uh, Xbox One, PS4, PC. Yeah, so like, like it's getting to probably... a point of Shadow of the Colossus being ported four thousand times. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if they just do that occasionally, like make you know the Clover, like make like a Clover collection for the new systems, I'd buy that. And but the the, the the uh them forming platinum did end up getting us a lot of good uh good games creatively and they seem to do really well in action games like 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 the examples you named uh anarchy reigns uh uh right. mad world that was the one I was trying to think of mad world mad world uh, one of the reasons I still have my Wii. <laughs> and and of course bayonetta we can't forget the the badassness of bayonetta and of course uh Oh god, there was another one that keeps escaping my mind. Uh, Vanquish? No, Vanquish and Metal Gear. I keep forgetting Metal Gear yeah. Rising was done by them, and they do they do a lot of really good. Like, I just noticed that they specialize a lot in like action, like like fierce action games where you're going around like fighting a bunch of bad guys and stuff. That's why. Oh yeah. That's yeah. They're yes. Yeah, so, like even, I think even Transformers Devastation was pretty good with that too. Yeah, I know. I I actually seen a little bit of that game. It looked really good. They they had it free on um, Games of Gold uh, about a couple months ago, and it was, it was fun to play there. Oh, damn it! I didn't I didn't have a PS4 until then, until until after that. And... Yeah. Um. All right. On to the next question. Here, here's a just a bit of what if scenario, right? What do you think? What would you think have happened if Capcom decided to keep Clover around, kept the creators, you know, in, in I'd say well-off conditions compared to what they were in before? I, I personally, I don't know if we would have gotten like a Clover rendition of a Resident Evil games or something, but I feel like their creativity would have probably been stifled. That makes sense. I, I, I don't I think so. I don't see I don't see modern Capcom using them for anything other than like basically like a port or a like hey we we need to fix something this is a side developer that can fix a couple things in a game and then ship it out. I, I see them being used more as like a secondary studio instead of what they were before. Kind of like what Sonic Team was to Sega back in the day. Yeah. Where they bring in a whole bunch of games, and they would say, "Hey, uh, we we need this part fixed. You're good at this. Just do this. Don't bitch, or we'll fire you." Kind of thing. Yeah. It, it's a shame to say. It's a shame to say, but I really do see that as sort of what would happen. What do you guys think, though? Start with the Inferno. What Bane said. <laughs> Be okay, well, well they, that's pretty much true because it's modern Capcom, and everyone who knows modern Capcom knows that they're not exactly the brightest bulb in the shed. Yeah, they they decided to release Dead Rising Four instead of killing everybody involved with it. Yeah, <laughs> they decided to release Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite in general. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. I think it's actually worse than Dead Rising Four. <laughs> Wow, oh. shots fired. Yeah. Gonna need I, a med kit for that. Oof. Uh, what, what do you think, JoJo? Um, well, uh, well, like, here's the thing. Like, if they were to, they would have stuck around. Yeah, maybe we could have gotten, 
like more sequels to all these beloved games, but I have a feeling that they would that Capcom would do a lot of what they did back when they were doing Street Fighter Cross Tekken and stuff with the where they lock half of the content behind a DLC paywall, kind of like what a lot of game companies are doing. Or Azura's now. Wrath. Oh God, yes, I remember when Azura's <laughs> Wrath did that. I I hey, refused. Hey to dude, play you it. want hey dude, you want half your game? Well, you may as well fucking pony up thirty bucks. You want that ending? <laughs> what what thirty bucks for the ending? There you go. I um, I can't believe more people didn't get pissed at that. Yeah, really. And, and like, like imagine if they would have done that with uh, Beautiful with, uh, Joe or Tommy yeah, or Godhand. Yeah, we're like, or like say say they do it and say they do it in Beautiful and uh, Okami where they get like, like you, you can like get DLC brush strokes or something where like for five ninety nine you can like make a, a sword or something with your with your paintbrush or something like that. Or the sad thing is, I really do see that happening. Or, or worse, loot boxes. Oh God! Imagine oh, if they boy. did if they did God hands like like you know in God hands you could set up your own moves and combos. Imagine if they yeah. imagine if you got if you got new moves through loot boxes. Through Square that Enix, game. I know Square Enix did that. We're gonna get off a little bit of a tangent here. Square Enix actually, I think they did something like that with uh, Remember Me. I I, it was like extra shit. I the game's really pretty, but that's I think the combo system's most annoying part of it. Um, all right, you guys want to continue the next question? Go for it. What are your thoughts on Platinum Games and its current state? Um, personally, I think they're doing just fine. Um, I, I'm a little sad Scalebound got canceled, but I also I've had a theory about that regarding Platinum. I actually I'll mention that right now. I think they took on a lot of work around uh, 2012 to 2015, and a lot of that work was coming out around the time I think Microsoft wanted Scalebound, and them delaying it like twice didn't help. So I, I think I understand why that was canceled because there was Legend of Korra, Transformers Devastation, Star Fox Zero, and Guard, and TMNT, and Near, and I just was like, okay, I can understand why this one got canceled a little bit, you know. That, that's that's just a theory. I'm not going to make the joke about that YouTuber. Um, I, I'll say this: I love Scalebound. Like, nah, Jesus, I love like the Bayonetta series and all that. And I think that one partnering with Nintendo was really smart, considering Nintendo was willing to fund them and say, "Hey, we're going to allow you to make Bayonetta. Fuck it, this makes money for us." Um. Especially considering Sega didn't want to do Bayonetta 2 at all. I, I'm, I'm glad they're in the state they are now. Uh, it's not that they didn't, it's just that Sega at the time was having um, financial issues. Oh, the fi- yeah, financial issues, yeah. My bad. Um, I, I would say this, I want to see them expand different brands. I mean, I, I love Bayonetta, it's a great series. I, I love Nier Automata, but I want to see them do more original IPs. But that's just me. Uh, what what do you what do you think of Inferno? Oh, they're doing good. They're doing very good. Since you hear the name and you think Platinum's making it. Oh yeah, that's a general consensus of, of reaction whenever you mention the name Platinum Games. No, normally, you don't get that like, oh, they're making that game, or no, you get oh, they're, they're making it. 
Yeah, you, you get you get actual genuine excitement. Well, well, considering they got two bayonettas, and well, that includes the ports too, since the ports have actually been very well made and faithful to their original sources. And I mean, you know, Vanquish has been amazing. It got ported to PC recently. Um, MGR Near Automata, oh, yeah. oh, as you already said. Yes. Oh, yeah, Near Automata has been just like that shit blew up. Even Yoko it, Taro was surprised. Although they need to fix that fucking PC port eventually, it's been almost a year. Yeah, could they? That would just mean more money, and we all know how everyone feels about money. Oh yes. Oh yeah. And then uh, uh, what was it? Anarchy reigns. Like I wasn't necessarily the biggest fan of it, but I I liked it. Well, let's just say across the grapevine, I hear this, this general opinion. Anarchy Reigns, and then you just hear explosions and like, sorry, what was that? I was having fun with Anarchy Reigns. <laughs> I, there were a lot of people that really loved that game. I, I wasn't necessarily the biggest fan of it, but I was like, hey, fucking cool. It's nice to have this kind of shit, you know? So the point is, Platinum Games ain't going nowhere anytime soon, because they got that sweet Nintendo money. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I, I'd say this. I think Nintendo... It's the smartest thing they've done. It was the smartest thing they did during the Wii U era, at least. I'll say that. Because yeah. you, know, you you have a game franchise that you know, at that time, first game was amazing, nobody knew what the fuck the sequel was going to be. And it sold Wii U's, and that's all they really that's what they needed back then also. It also made Bayonetta 2 happen in the first place. That too. The games they make, more, most, well, there's hit and miss. It's mostly hit. And I am looking forward to more of the work in the future because the Platinum Games brand is a very shiny one. All right. Ah. Uh, JoJo, what do you think about it? Yeah, I think Platinum Games are are doing good. And like you said about how how plat- Platinum Games are literally doing so well that people get excited about literally anything they make just by hearing that Platinum is the one making it. You know, that was how... That was probably how T- the TMNT game sold a lot, sold really well before reviews actually got out of it. Yeah. Yeah, because I heard that game was pretty bad. It It made me want to eat, like, cigarette butts. That makes sense. That makes Ew. any sense. I I would not prefer not to play that game or talk about it. That's it. This game sucks. Give me the ashtray. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the ashtray and a spoon. Of anyway, um, but yeah, I think they're doing. I'm, I think they're doing really well. I just, I just, it's just gonna feel really awkward if they decide to make MG MGR two. Um. I mean, I can I can kind of understand that, but I also I think MGR was a lot more of its own thing. Yeah, I know. It's just it's just gonna be sad to see like, you know, the once beloved franchise, you know, doing this. It'll probably be a good game and all, but after what Konami went through, you, you know, it'll be tough pill to swallow. You know, I'm I'm really hoping Konami tries to improve with Survive because. I want to yeah. say I want to say it like this. I like the game. I know we're getting off topic. I like the game. It's fun to play. I've been playing the beta the last couple days because it's on PC now. And I swear, I, I want to like it so much, but there's so many things. It's like, oh, it's annoying. 
But yeah, it's uh yeah, summarize yeah. platinum games. I I think they're doing really really well and I'm, don't they have a game that's coming out soon? I mean, I know uh, Scalebound got canceled, but don't they have another game coming out soon? There's um, there's one for PS4, and the, the the title of it is really it's a four lane pileup of a title, Grand Blue Fantasy Project Relink, which uh, that that's sounds... a car, that's a car crash of a title. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And then uh, the only other game currently confirmed in development is Bayonetta 3. Oh, Bayonetta 3, nice. Yep, that got announced uh, around the same time as the Switch port. Oh. But yeah, 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 I think Platinum's doing very good. They're 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 going to be making tons. Are they Now remind me when they do uh, Bayonetta 3, is it going to be another Nintendo Switch only port or uh, is it going to uh, be on yes, everything? Yes. No, oh. Nintendo, Nintendo got the publishing rights for this one fully. So, oh wow, they're gonna make a lot of then. Yeah, Nintendo's gonna make a lot of money from that. <laughs> Probably gonna well, sell I, more Switches. It sold. It sold better on the Wii U than the original game did within its first five months. So, I I think I, I think Nintendo has a good thing going with Bayonetta, and until like a Bayonetta game fucks up on like Switch or something, then it's gonna stay there. All right, so we're going to switch to the uh, the next question here. Considering that Capcom owns all of the Clover IPs, are you still excited for what they'll do with them, or have you been disappointed at the lack of representation from games of the Clover brand under Capcom? Um, here's the thing. I, I, I love Okami. I really do. It's been ported so many fucking times that I just want a beautiful Joe port at this point. Fuck it. <laughs> Give me beautiful Joe. Give me God Hand. I, I love Okami, but... It's on everything now. It, it's it's the same problem with Resident Evil 4, you know? It, it gets ported so many times, it's like, okay, I, I can play this on a speaking spell. Where's the next game in the series? Um, I, I'm, I'm sad that we haven't seen a new Beautiful Joe game. Because that, that's, that's one you'd think the mechanics could fit really well, and another developer could take it over. But they haven't done anything with it and it's kind of kind of disappointing me a little bit you know but uh i'll say this i'm really disappointed there hasn't been any like anything even a, even another hd port of you know beautiful joe wanted to on all the consoles or something i don't get what's holding that up but uh what do you guys think we'll start with the uh, inferno it's Capcom. Unless it's a port, they're not gonna do much from what I keep gathering. I know. <laughs> like, yeah, Okami, like, you know, got a Wii port. Then I got him on a console port, and today, fan, yay, fantastic. That means more Okami and more money thrown at Okami. But that also means that y'all fuckers have kind of been ignoring the very loud, and I do mean very loud, beautiful Joe people. Just give them the damn port. They'll throw money at you. You dunces. Oh, oh definitely. <laughs> like, for the love of God, if I were if I were someone like that, I'd be like, hey, boss, they want the beautiful Joe. They will throw money. We like money. <laughs> Don't you want money? <laughs> Just give them what they want. Just throw a thousand dollars, like a hundred thousand dollars at a, like, at least a PC port or something. 
Oh, uh, oh my god, PC4 would be modded to oblivion. <laughs> oh god, for porn mods. Throw money! <laughs> uh, what, what do you think, JoJo? Well, I know that they own the, the IPs, but... I, I like I said, I just wish that they do that they would at least do more with them. Besides, I mean, don't get me wrong, having ports of some of these games is nice and all, but you know, how about some <clears throat> excuse me, some representation in their crossover games? Like as much flack as I've given Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, if they made like a Clover DLC pack that had like Beautiful Joe, Gene, and Oak and Amaratsu playable, I would go out and buy the game right now. I'd be like, where are my keys? Where is that? Where is that crap? And I'd be yeah, playing I, that all day. I can't believe they haven't actually put, you know, anything related to any of the Clover games in Infinite. I know. Like they're, I, they're noticeably absent. Yeah, and, and you got freaking Gene, who's literally a character who's who's a martial artist with the power of God going through his right arm. You'd think that He'd be perfect for a fighting game since he does all these weird-ass uh, martial arts moves that destroy opponents in funny and brutal ways. Like, remember the ball, the the ball kick that he does? That would be fun yeah. to do in a fight in a Capcom game, in a Capcom fighting game. That'd be pretty interesting. Uh, let's see here. All right, so to oh yeah, by the way, there is there's like. It's such a shame, also, there's nothing regarding any of the Clover games in Infinite. Like, not, not even re like references. Yeah, at least MVC3, there was a... I think Beautiful Joe had a move called the God Hand. Yeah. It, it's so... It's disappointing. So, if there's any Clover IP you guys think that deserves a sequel, like Beautiful Joe, Kami, or God Hand, which one would it be, and why? Uh, I'm, I'm going to admit my bias here. I want a beautiful Joe sequel so bad, but I'd probably kill anybody who can like that. Yeah, Capcom once. So I, you know, the second game ended on a cliffhanger, but teased the third game. And it's it's been ever since like 2004, 2005, and I've been waiting for this fucking game, and I'm not getting any younger. So, what the fuck, Capcom? Um, what what, what do you guys think? Yamaha sequel. That's that's the easiest and best answer, actually. Uh, Jojo. Oh, yeah, I, I believe you already know what I'm gonna say. Make a God uh, Hand. Yeah. Yep, God <laughs> Hand. God Hand Two. Just add. Just like make it to where like it's more of Gene going around beating up demons, and there's another big demon lord. Like think of it. Like make the plot kind of like you know Fist of the North Star, only with only with funny stuff and demons and just make it where he's going around kicking the crap out of all these demons. And, you know, it, it doesn't really have to be anything, anything grand or anything. Cause it's, it's just gotta be fun. And that's, that's a beautiful thing about, uh, Clover games is, is yeah, there, yeah, the story sometimes in a lot of them take a backseat to the action, but the action's more than worth it to make up for it. Oh yeah. All right, so we're going to get into uh, our, our next topic here. What do you think of the complaints from old members of the Clover, well, the Clover Studios family when it came to Capcom's former business model of 80 to 90% of assets we put into sequels over new IPs, which admittedly was mostly 100%. Uh, 
but it also explains why Beautiful Joe had a ton of sequels, but none of the other games got one. Um, I, I think if you look at Capcom's upcoming slate, actually the current slate, uh, Mega Man 11's coming this year, Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection, Monster Hunter World, um, MVC Infinite, uh, Resident Evil 7, Dead Rising 4. These are all part of established brands, uh, Umbrella Core. So it makes sense seeing that. I, I don't see a lot of original franchises coming out from Capcom. And it's it's a shame. Because whenever... Oh yeah, and Resident Evil 2 Remake. Forgot about that. Um, but yeah, like there's there's so many good IPs they've had, but they've shown in the last two, well, 20 years, they can make new IPs that work really well. I mean, Dead Rising 1, that, that, that's, a, that's the easiest example there. They have a ton of good IPs, but they, they've shown in the last two generations they can make IPs and ones that just sell like Gangbuster. I don't, I don't get it, you know? What do you guys think? They could make new IPs, but that would take the E-word. Effort. Effort. I was going to say extra money. Capcom's (laughs) least favorite word, effort. (laughs) The the only new IP I can remember from them was Remember Me, actually. That that game... (laughs) Yeah, 2013. Yeah, it's last new IP I can remember from them. But I still think that's pretty irresponsible of them. It's just like, you pour that much of your assets into sequels rather than at least thinking of a new IP. It's like they don't even they don't even think. They don't even think of the long run. They're just like, screw it, we gotta have more money. But but no! Turn off you more, damn it. You'll make more. What else? It was Konami light, essentially. Actually, I think Konami was at least a little bit better about making some new IPs every once in a while. Than yeah, fucking it up. Yeah, but at least Capcom makes games and not Pachinko nowadays. Yeah, fair point. <laughs> but then... Uh, what, what do you think, JoJo? Uh, I think, uh, <clears throat> like, like you guys were saying about how Capcom mostly banks on its... Uh on sequels the already planned on already existing franchises because you know they made i'm sure they made massive bank with resident evil 7 and uh street fighter 5 and stuff but i I wouldn't say street fighter 5 at first but um yeah resident evil 7 did really well last year right and um and monster monster hunter we can't because that game sold a bunch six million fucking copies shipped out between xbox one and ps4 yeah, that's that's that is nuts. That's, that makes me want to get it really, now. It, it's good. It's a pain in the ass, but it's good. Yeah, it's that's that's probably one of the reasons why. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying this as a reason because I honestly don't know, but that was probably probably one of the reasons why they they don't want to bring back you know the those old games because they were because at the time they were st- at the time they were around they were still relatively new while Capcom's palette was mostly dominated by at the time, Resident Evil and uh, uh, God, Devil May Cry mostly, and stuff. Say, Resident Evil, Devil May Cry, yeah. Yeah, and, and if you're willing to wait a little bit, Street Fighter Street Fighter 4, when that game first came out. Well, you could even say Street Fighter 3 a little bit, too. Yeah, that too, because that was... That sweet spot. 
Yeah, that was that little sweet spot there. But yeah, that's probably one of the reasons why, because like was at that time those franchises were were the main things making Capcom money and and even though as good of a game uh, God Hand was, it it really didn't make them as much money as they would have liked, you know. I mean I'm not even gonna try and look at that with rose tinted glasses, so yeah. yeah, I I kinda understand a little bit, you know, with the Clover trying to get into because they kind of would not work under Capcom's, you know, banner. It just sucks that when when Clover Studios got dissolved and their staff went to Platinum, they couldn't have taken God Hand or Okami or Beautiful Joe with them. Those belong to Capcom now. <sighs> Grown. All right, and for a, for a very fast question here, what's your guys' favorite title from Platinum Games? Um, for me, that one is relatively simple. Uh, I, I love the first Bayonetta so much, but I'm going to say Metal Gear Rising. That game kicks so much fucking ass. It, it's one of those games that it's just it's so fast-paced, it's so frenetic, that I haven't seen a game that's topped it in a long-ass time. What do you think, uh, Dragon? Inferno? Love, love how the damn train passes by when this question pops up. It's just like, honk, honk. <laughs> uh, but that would have to be a very big gun sword clash between Bayonetta 2 and MGR. MGR has not a deep story, but it still has some pretty good writing. <laughs> Armstrong. Uh, and really, Nano really... Nanomachine, son. <laughs> Damn it, I was going to use that joke, you piece of crap. <laughs> Don't fuck with this, Senator. Hey, just uh, like your second joke. Uh, not to mention an awesome, awesome soundtrack. Uh, the, just the mariachi outfit in general. And it's also goddamn fun to play. Bayonetta 2 improved on pretty much everything from the first game. Still has that great soundtrack and is still fun to play. So, yeah. I'll still play both any day. All right, Jojo. Um, my favorite platinum games is probably a tie between uh, Metal Gear Rising because of all the, as of all the the cool shit you can do in it. Like uh, when I play it, I literally feel like I am riding as this badass cyborg ninja, and plus the the jokes were fun. You know, d you know, you know. Don't I played a lot of I Ivy League football back in the day? There you go. See. <laughs> And there we my, go. That's a different joke. My my other favorite one from back in the Wii days was a uh, uh, Mad World, simply because at because I it was fun. It was fun to do all the brutal executions to the to the bad guys in that game. Like you, you like impale them vertically on a pole and stuff, and that that was a fun game to play. Like if you were having like just a really bad day at work or school, and you just want to let out that anger and doom 2016 isn't out yet so you got to do this <laughs> or play brutal I, doom i get i get what you're saying all right so if you guys were trying to sell somebody on which clover studio game have the best gameplay how would you market the premise to them explaining your favorite clover title from a gameplay perspective this one i i can i can say it like this you ever want to be a fucking superhero and just beat shit up but also like rewind time if you fuck something up uh beautiful joe there you go fuck it that's the best way I'd describe it. What about you, Inferno? Have you artists ever wanted to attack people with your ink and brush? Well, have I got the game for you. Play as a godly wolf and attack people. 
with brushes and paint be the Bob Ross. <laughs> uh, all right, 10 out of 10 for that one. Uh, Jojo. Okay, so this game, you play as a guy named Gene who has who has the power of the god in his arm, and he's forced to go up and beat up a bunch of demons and bad guys because some hot chick's chasing him with a, with a, with a hand axe. And as you go along, you beat up these bad guys, you get all these moves like a ball buster, you get you get something called the daisy cutter and no it has nothing to do with farting. <laughs> and you go you do all this badass shit and you get to see these and you get to see a nice dance number at the end of the game as your reward for finally beating up the great demon lord Angra. Oh, and you also oh and you also get um oh I already mentioned the ball busting. And in the sequel, we're gonna make one of the bosses a gigantic T-Rex, a giant metal T-Rex. Oh. Uh, Jurassic hmm. Park turned to its extreme. <laughs> I could see them I could see them having a giant ro- a giant robot T-Rex as a boss in that game. That would be pretty amazing. Alright, to close this podcast out today, the idea of Clover Studios was to create a more obscure, risky company with new IPs that were in the same vein that normally wouldn't be done under Capcom's main brand. Do you believe they succeeded in their goal of making those games despite the company dissolving? And I, I have just one straight-up answer there. Yes. They succeeded in making three different IPs that all are very distinct, very original, very unique, and in all in all, impressive games. Uh, I don't have too much experience with God Hand, but my, my time with uh, Okami and Beautiful Joe was amazing. And God Hand, having seen footage of it, Jesus, fuck, that game's absurd. I love it. Um, there's not been anything like that at Capcom since then, and it's it's such a fucking shame. Uh, what, what do you think, Inferno? Yeah, they definitely, in a way, succeeded because... Those games, even in 2018, are still talked about. Like, you bring up Okami, people will go into a discussion. You bring up Beautiful Joe, people will definitely freaking go into a discussion. Hell, even bring up God Hand, which is the most, one of the most polarizing of Clover's titles. People will talk about it. The fact that they have retained this long in terms of just well-known fame across the internet and just players in general... They definitely, despite dissolving, succeeded in that goal. I'm with you there. What do you think, JoJo? I think it was, I think uh, Clover Studios being part of Capcom in some ways was, was, was good in two ways, actually. In one way, you know, because we got, you know, the badass Beautiful Joe, God Hand, and Okami games, we got those. And another aspect was the people who worked on those games, they have, they now all, not only did they, are they known for making them, but their experience in making them allowed them to have tons of experience in making and experiencing unique action games, which also helped them when they went over to, when they went over to Platinum. Because you can obviously some of that some of that uh, creativity and fun action gameplay in games like Bayonetta and stuff like that. Oh yeah. All right. So uh, this is basically the end of the podcast now.
So everybody, um, we we missed out on drill, but entirely now that I think about it, he hasn't came back at all. Uh-huh. Oh crap. I forgot about him for a second. I, I actually did too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, he, he missed the entire thing. Um uh they may know Drillbit's Twitter. Uh hang on, I hang, hang oh, on, I think uh, I might oh Renick uh Bren's uh, got it in the chat. Re- uh whichever yeah. one has the anime girl as the picture. Okay, uh, yeah. Um Go go go! Tweet a drill bit saying, "Hey, you missed a podcast," and see what he responds to. Um, uh, I've I've been at Bane for you on Twitter with a Y U. Oh, uh, at Drillbit seven seven seven. Please tweet him and say that to uh, to me might be a decent a decent waifu, but nine uh, S is better, and that he missed a podcast. <laughs> of course, oh, he's a picture is Pyro. Why am I not surprised? He's gonna kill me. Um, all right, Inferno. Where can we uh, where can we find you at? At Inferno Dragon 3D on Twitter and Inferno Dragon 343 on YouTube and Twitch. Mm-hmm. Jojo, where can we find you at? You can find me at the Lost Jojo, all one word, no underscores on Twitter. And uh, also, I'm on Twitch at the same name. And uh, I'm also announcing that I'm doing the Borderlands 2 uh, va- uh, loot hunt community event in, in February 19th through the 25th. I'm going to be streaming that game to participate in that specific contest so um if you want to come you know cheer me on say hi maybe squat up with me and who knows maybe maybe we'll get a prize at the end of this contest hey you never know and you can find renegade uh underscore at ren operative underscore there we go all right this is gonna be the end of it see you later have a fun night enjoy yourselves yeah if you want Go play Okami HD because it's on. Uh, it's on Steam. It's on Xbox One, PS4. Fucking play it. Show Capcom where the money is. Yes, and maybe we'll maybe we'll get another one. By maybe. God, hand on your on PlayStation Network. It's worth it. Trust me. And if you don't have a PS3 or anything to play it with, then you can emulate it on your phone now. It's really that easy. Just show All them right. where the money is. Damn it. <laughs>